You're listening to Kiama Community Radio. The 2021 elections will be held on the 4th of December, but pre-polling will commence this Monday, the 22nd of November. So now is the time to meet the candidates and hear their positions on the issues affecting our local government area. Kaima Community Radio, in conjunction with the Kaima Central Precinct Committee and The Bugle, brings you a series of unedited interviews with the lead candidate of each of the seven tickets running for election. The questions were sent to the candidates in advance and their answers were timed. The interviewer is Mark Greaves, Chairman of the Kaima Central Precinct Committee, and the recording is by Diana McLaren. I'm with uh, Councillor Matt Brown, who is the lead candidate on the We Love Kiama, Jeringong and Jambru ticket. And we've got some questions to go through, Matt, so that you can uh, speak to the electorate. So first of all, could you tell us about yourself and some background of your involvement in the Kiama community and why you are standing for election as our representative on council? Thanks, Mark, and um, great to be here. And, uh Yes, well, firstly, I'm standing because um, I think there's some unfinished work for me to do on council. Uh, I know and love this area, and uh, I'm looking forward to continuing that work. But for those who don't know me, I'm a very long-time local. I grew up here, been to all three schools, back to the infant school, when it was an infant school, primary school, high school. I was captain of uh, Kaima High. And... um, Back in the day, I was actually uh, the Australia Day Young Citizen of the Year, back when I, was, when I was young. Anyway, I had a number of jobs locally here, uh, but my first full-time job was actually working for Climate Council as the head lifeguard at uh, Surf Beach. That was my first full-time job. Um, I was a musician uh, at the Ruth Theatre, playing in musicals such as uh, Quarry, uh, which was written uh, by, by locals here. Um, this is the first place that I actually fell in love and had my first kid here, um, and uh, he's 24 now. Uh, raised him here and now raised my second child here. In fact, she caught an amazing uh, wave at Nippers here just uh, just last weekend. I was the local uh, MP here uh, and did a lot of things down here, so I have a good understanding of the area. You know, we upgraded the high school, North Kaima Bypass, all that amazing work around the Jeringong Interchange, uh, the sewer for Jeringong Jaroa, and Jamboree, so a lot of those planning issues uh, are very dear to my heart. Um, did some further education here, have a Bachelor of Maths, an Honours degree in Law, and an MBA. Um, so uh, yeah, educated here and did a lot of work here as a local person. And so I think with that education, with that experience, with that that love and passion for the area, I think I've got a lot to uh, offer and contribute uh, to the area as a as a candidate. Thanks, Matt. One of the biggest issues for the Kiama local government area is the tension between urban development and economic growth versus the preservation of green space and the character and heritage of Kiama. Where do you think the balance should be struck on this issue? Well, this is a fantastic question because I think balance is the key word and trying to get that balance right is, is the challenge of any person in council or any person in public office. And I don't think there's a magic 
bullet or a silver bullet to that question. It's really understanding this area. It's understanding the laws, what you can and you can't do in this role, and trying to get that, that balance right. So um, I, as chair of Destination Climber, uh, really try and work on getting that balance right. So working on getting that economic growth through tourism is, is something that I and the board work towards. So for, an, for example, we are not trying to get heaps and heaps of tourists in here. Uh, that used to be the goal of tourism. What we're trying to do is, in a way, get fewer tourists here, but those who spend more money. So what we don't want to do is put a lot of pressure on Kaima through bins and, and rubbish and uh, pressure on our, our public toilets, but actually have tourists that come in here spending a good amount of money so we get good quality investments. Things like the Misada, Little Betty's, proper establishments, not just fish and chip shops and ice creameries. Like we know people want to come down here for fish and chips and ice creams, but we also want to have you know good quality uh, investments as well. So it, it is about getting that balance. Uh, we are looking at a whole bunch of ranges of uh, issues, whether it be uh, urban infill or expanding through through the hills. Uh, obviously, our current policy is urban infill, and that's one that that I particularly support because as chair of destination Kaima, we want to make sure that we preserve what's really, really important here, and that is our rolling hills, making sure our farms are viable because having those beautiful green hills are important, not just for us as locals, but for our visitors um, as well. So I'm trying to do that as chair of destination Kaima and also as a local. Uh, just recently, you might have heard that I'm trying to get our rock pools state heritage listed. We want to make sure that what we have that's special stays special. So if you have another harbour reactivation plan, we're not going to have those tensions that we just had recently in, in that regard. So they're just some of the examples that I'm trying to do in getting that balance just right. Okay, good. Thanks, Matt. Uh, what are the two issues that you would address as a priority if you were to be re-elected? Well, the two main issues that I focus on mostly when I'm in, in that council uh, really is getting sustainable budgets, and that might sound a little bit boring, but sustainable budgets allow so many things to happen in the community, whether that be cultural activities, whether that be sporting activities, or, or a whole bunch of other things as well as um, some of those other important issues, such as a kinder community. So they're my two main issues, sustainable budgets and a kinder community. In regards to sustainable budgets, we have huge budgetary pressures and, and issues that we need to resolve. We've got a big, big one with Blue Haven, um, and we've got a big site up near the Leisure Centre uh, where the old uh, nursing home is. Uh, a site that needs to be worked of, at and probably disposed of. Uh, as former housing minister, I've got a lot of uh, experience in managing big, big issues like like that. Um, we're working to resolve an issue that I've been uh, constantly on about, and that's the um, Acuna Street uh, issue. That's been a big black hole for 
previous council meetings uh, and previous councils. Um, that's over $10 million that should be in council coffers, not just sitting there as a black hole. So council budgets are, are not as sustainable as they should be. We should be making sure we can use our council assets uh, a lot better than we have been. And in the past, what council have done is they've been subdividing land, such as the Lambra, selling off that land to keep our budgets in the black. Now, that Lambra land has finished and our, the pressure on our budgets now is, is huge. And that's not sustainable. And we need to work out a way to make that budget more sustainable. Now, in regards to kind of communities, um, we live in one of the best places in the world and yet we see a lot of unhappy people here. Too many young people, for instance, are taking their own lives. And uh, that is why I and, uh, and a group of other people set up the Climate District Stronger Community. We don't want to see young people taking their own lives. We don't want to see unhappy families. So we're trying to get the community stronger, making sure that all those volunteer organisations, whether they be cultural, sporting, surf clubs, um, whatever they may be, bridge clubs, are getting the support they need. And for any people out there who do need help, can get it here locally. And they don't need to go to Wollongong or elsewhere. They know that they can get that support here locally. So I'm really keen to try and make our communities stronger and healthier in, 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 that, in that regard. And I think those two things, sustainable budgets and stronger community, are also very very tightly linked. Okay, thanks Matt. <clears throat> Kaima residents would like to see better engagement and communication between council and the community. How would you improve the transparency of council's actions and engage the community more effectively? I think this is a great question as well. Uh, I would actually like to see a lot more engagement with the community uh, and council as well. Um, I think uh, groups such as the precinct group, um, activities such as we're doing now uh, where you know councillors or prospective candidates are asked questions and that's available for people to, to see is, is a great initiative. So I suppose more, more of this. But more importantly, what I'd like to see is less jargon, less acronyms, less reports and hoops and hurdles every time someone wants to have or engage in a council process. Uh, you don't have to go far to talk to any any resident or ratepaying council and ask about their experience and they just will tell you they found it quite uh, difficult and somewhat overwhelming when they try to interact with council. And I think that sort of communication is is one of the ways I'd like to try and break down those barriers. So instead of council coming back to a person and saying, oh, you need to fit into this strategy or that, or you need to jump through this hurdle or, or that, um, council needs to be a little bit more flexible and use everyday language so people can feel at ease and at, at one with their, with their own council. Um, I'd also like to see some of the reporting be a little easier to read. So basic things such as pie charts that make sense uh, in regarding to our finances. So you, when you read expenditure and income, they actually match up because they haven't for years uh, when our annual reports 
go out. And things like that. So people get a proper grasp as to what the councillors are facing and trying to manage. And uh, that way we'll be able to get, I suppose, greater assistance and help from the community. There's lots of little things we can do, um, but I, I see myself in this equation on the side of the community. I'm sitting there in some of these meetings and listening to jargon and acronyms, uh, which I find are you know, sometimes over the top. And I'm, I'm a part of that system. So for you know, people who are just seeing it for the first time, I can uh, understand that that can be quite daunting at times. I'd like to really, really slash that down and, and make things uh, a lot more in plain English, easy speak. Uh, and I think you'll find there'll be a lot more interaction between the community and council because of that. Okay. Thanks, Matt. Any other issues that you'd like to raise? I'm really looking forward to uh, this campaign and getting the community out there and engaged with uh, all the candidates and the councillors and, and hope uh, they enjoy this, uh, this campaign as, as much as the candidates. Thanks, Matt. Thank you. You've been listening to Kiama Community Radio. The views, information or opinions expressed during this segment are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of Kiama Community Radio.